Good afternoon po sa inyong lahat and we thank God once again that we are here in our church today after how many weeks ay nakabalik po tayo dito sa ating church. Although we are still few, but we are hoping and praying that soon ay namadadagdagan pa yung number natin dito sa loob ng church. So thank God for this day, for this another day of worship na kanyang pong ibinigay sa atin, another day that we can dwell in His Word. At the same time, we can find encouragement in His Word. So thank God and to all the youths na nandito po, marami, marami ba? <laughs> there are few youths here. Happy Youth Sunday to everyone. Happy Youth Sunday then to all the youths who are watching online. And for those who are watching via Facebook and YouTube, thank you for joining us in our worship today. So we will now go to our word. Last Sunday, our Pastor Ruel have uh, concluded our topic about uh, renewing our covenant with the Lord together with our families, di po ba? And we have learned very important thing from our pastors, pastors uh, preaching. We have learned that it is very important for us. First is to, ano yun? Devote. Devote our lives to God or to devote our families to the Lord. Secondly, is we need to disciple or to impart the Word of God to our family. And thirdly, we need to defend to protect, to guard our families from any work of the enemy. And that is really a wonderful uh, message or a wonderful reminder for all of us, especially for the families to just return to the Lord, to renew our covenant to the Lord, especially nowadays that many families are really facing many challenges, many struggles, many difficulties. So very timely po yun sa bawat sa atin na nakakaranas ng mga challenges that we really need to, re- to renew our covenant with God. I know that uh, there are many parents here who are away from home, di ba? No, no matter how much we long to to go back to our family, to the Philippines, para makasama yung anak natin, di ba? We cannot go back kasi we all know the situation. If we go back to the Philippines, it is uncertain if we will be able to come back here in Singapore and maligtas ang buhay natin. Napakahirap. Hindi tayo sure sa, sa ating sitwasyon, di ba? So there are many challenges that is being faced by each family nowadays. And those challenges somehow uh, give us uh, discouragement, give us worry, parang nagkakaroon ng question sa ating buhay, di ba? Especially for the parents, parang ang hirap-hirap. Merong, alimbawa, nagtatrabaho ka nga dito sa Singapore, parang ang hirap ng trabaho mo, you are very tired in your work, Sometimes you already want to give up because of the work that you are doing. Parang hindi pa tapos yung isang trabaho, darating na agad yung isa pa, di ba? Parang ang hirap ng sitwasyon. Sometimes those situations give, give us some discouragement and those discouragement parang nagiging reason for us to just want to give up. Or maybe some parent have lost their job. That is really a very difficult situation. You know that your family back home is just depending on you then suddenly you lost your job. How are, how are you going to provide for your family kung nawalan ka ng trabaho, di ba? Parang there are many reasons na nagbibigay ng discouragement po sa atin. Not just for the parents, but even for our children, even for the younger ones, di ba? Maybe there are some, some areas in their lives that they have failed, di ba? And that failure will somehow give them discouragement to, to just move forward or to just pursue their dreams, or para mag-move forward sila to reach their ambition in life, di ba? Because of that failure. Or maybe they are afraid or they, they have fear in their lives, yung mga anak natin, yung mga youth natin. But they are afraid of being criticized in the school. They are afraid of being criticized by their friends, di ba? Or maybe they are afraid of accepting new responsibilities, whether in school or whether in our church, di ba? They, they are thinking that, oh, I'm too young. Why should that I accept that responsibility? Ang bata-bata ko pa. Baka hindi ko kaya, baka hindi ko magampanan yung responsibility na yun. So whether you are a parent or whether you are a children, there are many things that affects us, that gives us discouragement, that gives us reason to, to give up, to just give up whatever, what God wants us to do, to just stop 
whatever God wants us to do. There are many factors. But in spite of all the reasons, in spite of all the factors that gives us discouragement, I hope and pray that the Word of God today will, will encourage us. The Word of God today will give us encouragement. And I entitled my sermon for today, Be Strong and Courageous in the Lord. And our text is from Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. So let us prepare our hearts and minds as we dwell in the Word of God. Let us read. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of law always in your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful in doing what is written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we just want to thank you for the word, oh God, that we have just read. Thank you, Lord, that uh, you always give us your word to give us encouragement, oh God. May you open up our hearts and our minds, Lord, today. May your Holy Spirit uh, instill these words of yours, Lord, in our hearts, oh God. Be our teacher today, O God, and be glorified in us, O Lord, as we study your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So the text that we have just read was the beginning of Joshua's leadership in Israel. And he was actually replacing Moses after his death. So Joshua, the son of Nun, was Moses' assistant during their journey in the wilderness. And when Moses died, God appointed Joshua to replace him, to be the next leader of Israel, to, to lead the, the Israelites to the land that he has promised. And let me just show you a bit of timeline time of Joshua and Moses' uh, life. Nung Exodus, during the Exodus, this was the time that uh, the Israelites left Egypt, diba? after how many years of slavery? More than 400 years, around 450 years of slavery. During that time, nung nilid po ni Moses, yung Israelites, to leave Egypt, he was about 80, around 80 years old. And during that time, Joshua was only 19 years old. So batang-bata si Joshua, teenager pa, 19 pa lang siya. And we all know what happened when they left Egypt. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years before they reached the promised land. And right before they reached the promised land, ang nangyari po kay Moses, Moses died at the age of 120. So 80 plus 40, 120. <laughs> and then, nung namatay po si Moses, why Moses died? Because that was the consequence that God gave him. Because there is one instance in his life that he, he has offended God. So nung namatay si Moses, Joshua was around 59 years old. So medyo tumanda na rin si Joshua, plus 40, 40 years kasi yung, yung nakalipas. So, yung po yung timeline nila. Parang because of Moses' death, God appointed Joshua to be the next leader of Israel. And we all know that Joshua has been a faithful assistant to Moses, di ba? Nung, 
nung sila ay nasa wilderness pa. Talagang, sabi nga nung ibang mga commentary, sabi nung ibang preacher, Joshua was really a military leader, a good military leader, and he was considered as one of the greatest general in human history. He is a mighty warrior. He is a man of faith. Ganun po yung character ni, ni Joshua. And you know, the first battle na, na nilabanan ni Joshua was the battle of Israelites against the Amalekites. The battle with the Amalekites. And we all know this story. Makikita po natin ito sa Exodus, di ba? During the battle when Joshua was was fighting the Amalekites with his armies, si Moses nasaan? Nandun siya sa, sa, sa taas ng hill. Pag tinaas daw ni Moses yung kanyang kamay, ang nangyayari, Joshua and his armies are prevailing against the Amalekites. But when, when Joshua, when Moses put down his hands, their enemies prevail against Joshua and his armies. So, merong time na napagod na rin yung kamay ni Moses. Siguro sobrang matagal yung battle, no? What they did is Aaron and Hur, his other companion, tinulungan nila si Moses para itaas yung kamay niya until Joshua and his armies was able to defeat the Amalekites. Sabi nga sa Exodus chapter 17, verse 13, And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. So, that was the very first battle na nilabanan ni Joshua. Yung batang-bata pa siya, siguro mga 19 or nasa 20 siya during that time. So, we all know that Joshua have won the battle, but we also know that it was not Joshua and his armies alone. It was God who gave the victory to them. It was God who gave them that battle. In every victory that they have, it was God who is in charge. And you know, Joshua was also one of the 12 spies. Diba? Tingnan lang natin yung mga pinagdaanan ni Joshua before he became a leader. He was one of the 12 spies na pinadala ni Moses to explore the land of Canaan. And out of the 12 spies, there were 10 out of them na nagbigay ng bad news to Moses when they returned. Some were terrified. Yan yung mga itsura nila. Diba? Parang natatakot. They were discouraged. They were dismayed. But two of them gave a good news to to Moses when they returned. Sabi nung dalawa, kayang-kaya nating makonquer yung land. The land was really good. It was filled with milk and honey. We can we can conquer them. Certainly, God will will allow us to win over them. And one of them was Joshua. Kasama niya si Caleb. But you know, when Moses chose Joshua to become one of the spies, Moses actually gave him a, a new name. It was not actually Joshua yung kanyang pangalan. Sabi sa Numbers 13, um, verse 16, sabi niya, These are the names of the men Moses sent to explore the land. But Moses gave Hosea, son of Nun, the name Joshua. So, the original name of Joshua was Hosea, which means salvation. So, it reflects Israel's desire to have the salvation from the Lord. After being slaved for 400 plus years, they really long to have salvation, to have freedom in God. But Moses gave him the new name, Joshua, which means Yahweh is salvation. And I believe that those events in the life of Joshua was part of God's preparation for him to become the next leader of Israel. His name was changed to Joshua so that he will be constantly reminded that in every battle that he will fight or in every battle that he will face, that is God. It is God who will give him salvation and victory to lead the, as he lead the Israelites to the promised land. So when God appointed Joshua to become the next leader, I know that somehow merong discouragement sa puso ni Joshua. There is maybe question or doubt sa kanyang puso. He might be afraid or uh, parang natatakot siya na harapin yung bagong responsibility na ibibigay sa kanya ng Panginoon. Maybe he was afraid from to, to have that new role from being an assistant to become the next leader of Israel because he is now in charge to the whole of Israel, di ba? Hindi lang siya assistant ngayon. So we can find from our text now how Joshua find courage, how Joshua took courage and strength from God to fulfill the duty or to fulfill the command that he has given him. We will see actually three 
principles from our text. How Joshua became strong and courageous in the Lord. And I believe that those principles can still apply. Can, we can still apply those principles in our lives today. So, we will learn how Joshua became strong and courageous. And we can also ask ourselves, how can I be strong and courageous in the Lord? So, the first principle is we can be strong and courageous because it is God's command for us. Dahil utos ng Panginoon yung pagiging strong and courageous. If you will notice from our text that we have read, yung praise na be strong and courageous ay na-mention siya three times. Inulit-ulit siya ng ating Panginoon kay Joshua. Three times na sinabi ng Panginoon kay Joshua na be strong and courageous. Paulit-ulit. You know, sa aming, sa aming bayan, sa aming bayan, no? lumaki ako sa Malolos in our hometown. Pag yung tao, inuulit-ulit niya yung salita. Let's say, alimbawa, dumating ako sa bahay, sabi sa akin, O Val, kumain ka na ba? Kumain ka na? Pag inuulit na ganun, nagamalolos kasi ako, nasabihin, ah, nagamalolos talaga to. <laughs> kasi inuulit yung salita. Parang, you, you can easily recognize a person if he is really, if, if he really lives in Malolos, pag inuulit-ulit yung salita. Diba, sasabihin, oh, alis na ba tayo? Alis na? Tiga malolos to eh, parang ganun. So, sa, sa text natin, God repeats His statement. Pero hindi po tiga malolos si God. <laughs> sa Bible, when God repeats His statement or a word, that means He really intend to say those words. God wants the person to whom He is talking to to give emphasis to that word. And in our text, tatlong beses niyang binanggit yung be strong and courageous. Sabi dito sa verse 6, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. And again, in verse 7, sa sumunod na verse, sinabi ulit ng Panginoon kay Joshua, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. And in verse 9, doon sa last verse po na ating binasa, Again, God reminded Joshua. Tinanong pa niya si Joshua, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. So di po ba? God really wants Joshua to be strong and courageous. He knew that it will not be an easy task for Joshua to lead the Israelites. But, you know, God did not fail to give encouragement to Joshua by commanding him by giving him a command, ano yung command niya? To be strong and courageous. And we all know yung naging response ni Joshua doon sa commandment ng Panginoon. When God commanded him to be strong and courageous, Joshua responded in obedience. So Joshua accepted God's calling for him to become the next leader of Israel. Yes, at first he might be discouraged. At first he might be uh, parang worried, merong, merong doubt, or there are questions in his mind kung kaya ko ba talagang ilid yung Israelites. Parang ganun siguro yung iniisip ni Joshua. But hindi yun naging hadlang for him to stop in obeying or in obeying God's command to him. So Joshua responded in obedience. He, he trusted the Lord's command. Siguro nung una, parang ayaw pa niya. But nung kinuman na siya ng Panginoon, when God gave him the command, to be strong and courageous, then he knew that it will. All, it, it was God also who will give him the strength and courage that he needs. So he trusted the Lord's command to him, and we have seen uh, kung paano po yung ginawa ni Joshua. Maybe he, he saw how, how faithful God has been to Moses. He saw how, how, how God strengthened Moses in his weaknesses. He saw how God provided for Moses, kung paano sinustain ni God si Moses during their journey in the, in, the in the wilderness. But he knew na yung God na yun na nagsustain kay Moses, kay Moses ay the same God na magsusustain din sa anya as he obeyed God's command for him. So you know, whenever God commands His people, kapag ka nag-command ang Diyos sa, sa, sa tao, gaya kay Joshua, He is also the one who will enable that person to obey that command. Like Joshua, God commanded him to be strong and courageous. Sino ba yung nag-provide ng strength and courage 
kay Joshua. It was God, di ba? So let's say God commanded us to be to, to rejoice in the Lord. Sino ba yung magbibigay sa atin ng joy? It is God, di ba? So whenever God commands us, it is Him who will provide or who will enable us to fulfill that command. Whenever God commands us to be at peace, who will give us peace? It is God. If God commands us to be still, di ba? Who will give us that stillness in our hearts, that rest in our hearts? Tayo ba? Yung, yung world ba? No. It is God who will give us those things. So whenever God commands His people, He will always enable that person to fulfill whatever He has commanded. Maybe some of you here have been commanded by God or have been called by God to do a specific task or ministry. Maybe for parents, ano ba yung pinagagawa sa atin ng Panginoon? The role that God has gave to us was to take care of our children, to provide for their needs, to protect them, di ba? But sometimes there are challenges. Limbawa, nawalang kangahan ng trabaho. Yung mga challenges na yun, minsan nagiging discouragement natin, parang, Lord, ayoko na, hindi ko na talaga kaya. Paano ko pa mapuprovide yung pangailangan ng mga anak ko? Eh, wala na akong trabaho. Ayoko na po, Lord, suko na ako. Or maybe you are a child, di ba? God is calling you to respect your parents, to honor your parents, to love your parents, di ba? But suddenly, sa school mo, habang nag-aaral ka, bumagsaka sa isang subject, sa PE, physical education, bumagsaka. Parang you are so discouraged, ayaw mo na. Gusto mo na sumuko, di ba? Ano ba yan? Napakawalang kwenta kong anak. PE na lang, bumabagsak pa ako, di ba? So there are many things that gives us discouragement, whether you are a parent or a child, or maybe in our church, maybe God is calling you to lead a care group. Maybe it's God, is, God is calling you to teach, maybe in Sunday school, di ba? Maybe God is calling you to join the worship team, or for the youths, maybe you have some hidden talents na magagamit mo sa paglilingkod sa Panginoon, and God is calling you to serve Him. Maybe God is calling you to be the next leader of the youth or not just for the youth, maybe the next leader of this church. But somehow, you are discouraged. Maybe you think that you are not able, you are not capable of doing what God wants you to do. Diba? So, parang ganun yung mga nangyayari po sa atin. Diba? Maybe you are not able, you think you are not able to fulfill the call of God. But let me remind each one of you, na hindi natin mafulfill yung command ng Panginoon, yung calling ng ating Panginoon, if we will not respond in obedience. So we need to be like Joshua. We need to respond in obedience. Kailangan mag-act tayo. When God is calling us to do something, huwag tayong parang i-ignore lang natin yung, yung salita ng Panginoon. I-ignore lang natin yung calling ng Panginoon. What we need to do is to obey, to act in obedience to God like Joshua. You know, the, the, the problem for most of us Christians is we just want to stay in our comfort zone. Gusto natin ganyan lang. Parelax-relax lang, di ba? Sometimes we don't want to answer God's calling because we know but that if we answer the calling of God, it will make us uncomfortable. It will make us inconvenient, di ba? Kaya kahit na ganong kalakas yung voice ni God sa atin, tawag ng tawag sa atin si God, hindi tayo sumusunod eh. Kasi gusto natin, nakaganyan lang tayo. Taas pa yung paa, di ba? Ayaw nating maging uncomfortable tayo. We just want to stay in our comfort zone. That is the problem for most of us Christians. Kaya hindi ayaw mo mag-serve sa ministry, hindi ko naman kaya yan eh. Pag nag-serve ako, pupunta na naman ako sa church every Sunday, pwede naman ako mag-worship sa, sa bahay lang, di ba? Parang ganun yung nagiging thinking natin, di ba? But you know, God will not be able to use us mightily if we will just stay in our comfort zone. What God wants us to do is to step out of our comfort zone, to, to, to respond in obedience to His calling for us. Just like Joshua. Kailangan umano tayo. Sumunod tayo sa ating Panginoon. If God called us to do something, let us respond in obedience. Wag lang tayong hihiga-higa. 
bilang Kristiano. Yes, mahirap, it will be difficult, but if we respond to God, we can find courage, we can find strength in Him. He is the one who will enable us. Sabi ko nga kanina, di ba? If God commands you to do something, He is also the one who will enable you to fulfill whatever He wants you to do. You know, yung anak kong panganay, five years old na siya ngayon. Alam ko, some of you might know him because dati pumupunta siya dito before the pandemic. Yung hobby niya ngayon is gumawa ng ano, origami. Alam niyo origami? Ganito. Ito yung isa sa favorite niya origami. Alam niyo ano to? Bangka. <laughs> Ito yung isa sa favorite na origami ng aking panganay na anak. Whenever they call me sa face sa Facebook, sa Messenger, papakita niya lagi. Dami na niyang nagawang ganito. <laughs> I want to, you to imagine this boat. Halimbawa, itong bangka na to. Let's say this is a sailboat. Ano yung nagpapaandar sa sailboat? Yung wind. Di ba? Parang nakadepende lang siya sa wind, yung sailboat. But you know, no matter how strong the wind is, the sailboat will not move unless you put up its sail. Pag nakababa yung sail, kahit gaano kalakas ng hangin dyan, hindi siya gagalaw. Wala yung Tagalog, yung layag niya eh, hindi nakataas, di ba? Baka itaub lang siya ng hangin. But if you put up the sail of the sailboat, it will move according to the strength of the wind, it will move according to the direction of the wind. Diba? So same with us. Tayo mga Kristiyano, no matter how how strong or how loud is God's calling sa atin, kung tayo ay nakahigalang, hindi mo itataas yung sail mo, you will not respond to God, hindi ka rin gagalaw. Di ba? You will not move. You will not be able to do the task that God wants you to do. So I encourage you, I encourage everyone, even the youth, to put up your sail, to respond in obedience to God's calling because we won't be able to fulfill it if we will not respond to God in obedience. So we need to obey God's command for each one of us. And remember that whenever God commands you, it, He is also the one who will give you the courage and strength to fulfill whatever He wants you to do. So when God commands us to do something, He also assures us that He will be with us. So when He commanded Joshua to be strong and courageous, siya rin yung nagbigay ng promise kay Joshua, di ba, na the Lord will be with you wherever you go. Sabi niya sa Joshua 1.9, maraming may favorite dito sa, sa verse natin, di ba? Sabi niya, For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So don't be afraid, don't be frightened, don't be dismayed. Be strong and courageous, for God is with you wherever you go. So pag nag-command ang Panginoon sa inyo to do something, papangako rin niya sa inyo yung kanyang presensya. That is the nature of God. Whenever God commands you to do something, He always promised His presence to be with you. And that nature did not change. Even sa New Testament, di ba? When He commanded the disciples, nung binigay niya yung Great Commission, sabi niya, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Diba? The very nature of God is to be with His people. Lalo na pag inutusan niya or pag nagbigay siya ng command sa tao na yun. Surely, He will never leave that person until that person was able to fulfill the command that he has given to him. So, this goes to our second principle today. So, we can be strong and courageous in the Lord because of His presence or by relying on God's presence. Sabi dito sa Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God never command us to do anything apart from His presence. Hindi, hindi po gagawin ng ating Panginoon yun na 
Ahayaan na lang niya tayo. Dahil sumunod na tayo sa kanya. O, bahala ka na dyan, ha? No. Whenever we obey Him, His presence is always with us. So when God assigned us to do something, no matter how hard or how easy the task, there is one thing for sure, that His presence will be with us. Diba napaka-comforting nang binigay sa ating pangako ng ating Panginoon. Kahit na mahirap or madali man yung pinagagawa niya, as long as His presence is with us, we can obey Him, we can be used by Him mightily. So there is no reason for us to be afraid. There is no reason for us to be dismayed. Diba? For the Lord our God is always with us to fulfill whatever, for us to be able to fulfill whatever He has commanded us. Pero sometimes, nakakalimutan pa rin natin eh. Nakasama natin ang ating Diyos. Diba? Kaya minsan, natatakot pa rin tayo. Minsan, we think that we are alone in doing this ministry. Lagi na lang wala akong asama. Nawawalan na tayo ng gana sa ginagawa nating ministry. Diba? Lagi na lang akong lonely. Si Mr. Lonely. Diba? And sometimes, that becomes a reason for us to give up and just quit in serving God. Diba? Minsan, yun yung nagiging dahilan natin para wag na tayong maglingkod sa Panginoon. Kasi, iniisip natin na wala naman tayong kasama. Hindi na natin naisip na si God pala yung kasama natin. Diba? Do you think Joshua was uh, left by God? Left behind by God? Do you think? Iniwan ba siya ng Panginoon nung nag-obey siya? Diba? Surely, God did not left Joshua. In every battle that he fought, God, what God was with him. And if we will see in Joshua chapter 12, nandoon yung listahan ng mga kings na natalo or na-destroy ni Joshua. There were 33 kings in total. 31 on the west side of the, the Jordan River and 2 at the east side of the Jordan River. At talagang sa dami nito, 33 kings, do you think Joshua will be able to defeat them? If God was not with him, I don't think so. Diba? I don't think Joshua will be able to conquer these lands or these kings kung wala ang presensya ng Panginoon kay Joshua. You know, ang ginawa ni Joshua, Joshua relied on God's presence so much that even though he knew that there are many kings to be destroyed, that are, there are many kings to be defeated, nagpatuloy lang siya sa kanyang pagsunod sa ating Panginoon. He just relied on God's presence so he was not discouraged. The assurance of God's presence empowered Joshua and allow, it allowed him to win over his enemies. You know, sa buhay natin, sometimes pag nakita na natin yung magnitude ng task na pinapagawa ng Panginoon, let's say tayo si Joshua, nakita natin, 33 yung kailangan kong labanan. Minsan, ayoko na Lord, andami pala. Akala ko madali lang. Si sister na lang, Lord, wag na ako. Minsan, iaano pa natin, nire-request pa natin kay God, Lord, wag na kaya ako. Iba na lang. Diba? Kasi nakikita natin, parang ang hirap pala nung, nung papagawa sa atin ng Panginoon. We are discouraged because of the magnitude or because of the intensity of the task na ibibigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Tapos parang, yun nga, gusto mo pa, iba na lang yung sumunod sa Panginoon kaysa ikaw. Eh, ikaw yung tinatawag ni Lord eh. Diba? The problem is, sabi ko nga kanina, we don't want to step out of our comfort zones. Gusto natin, comfortable lang tayo, ayaw nating mahirapan. Pagka nakakita na tayo ng challenges, umaayaw na agad tayo. Diba? We want our lives to be easy. Parang light lang. Gusto natin, light lang yung buhay natin. Walang walang problema. And that is the reason why we don't want to answer God's calling for us. We are afraid of challenges. We are afraid of struggles and troubles. Pagka nakakita na tayo ng maraming challenges, sumusuko na agad tayo. You know, sabi ni Philip Brooks, he was an American Episcopal clergyman. Siya yung nagsulat ng Old Little Town of Bethlehem. Sabi niya, Oh, do not pray for easy lives. Pray to be stronger men. Do not pray for tasks equal to your powers, but pray for powers equal to your task. Then the doing of your work shall be no miracle, 
but you shall be a miracle. Every day you shall wonder at yourself at the richness of life which has come to you by the grace of God. So sa buhay natin, pag umihirap na, diba? ang tendency natin, tasabihin natin kay Lord, Lord, ayoko na. Pwede bang mas magaan na lang yung ibigay mo sa akin trabaho? Yun yung karaniwang pinagpe-pray natin. We always pray for easy tasks. We always pray for our lives to be easy, for our lives to be lighter. Pero sabi dito sa, sa quote ni Philip Brooks, wag mong ipanalangin na magkaroon ka ng madaling trabaho, but pray for power that will be equal to your task. Diba? Ang hilingin natin sa Panginoon is for us to have that power to be able to fulfill the task that God has given us. But the problem for us is ginagawa natin baligtad. Diba? Pag sa trabaho, dumami yung pinapagawa ng boss. Lord, ayoko na. Ayoko na magtrabaho. Iwan ko na nga yung trabaho. Let's say, sa bahay, daming ginagawa. Daming plato. Hindi pa, di pa, di pa tapos sugasan yung plato. Darating na agad. Ilalagay dun sa kusina yung uurungin mong mga kaldero. Lord, ang dami na naman nito. Ayoko na. Suko na ako. Let's say, sa ministry mo, sa care group mo, ang daming problema. Nag-share sa'yo ng problema yung isang member ng care group. Hindi pa nga natatapos. Meron na namang isang member ng care group na nag-share sa'yo. Lord, ano ba naman? Ang dami-dami na. I want to give up. Pwede bang mas light na lang yung trabaho? Yun yung kadalasang pinagpe-pray natin. But let us be encouraged by this quote. Sabi doon, let us pray for power equal to the tasks that we have. Diba? Instead of praying for our tasks to be lighter, let us pray for power from God. Let us pray that God will be able to strengthen us to fulfill whatever task that He has given us. So, ang matututunan po natin dito is we can always depend on God. We can always depend on God's strength by relying on His presence. And by doing that, He will always enable us to fulfill the task that He has given us. If God has assigned you to do something or if He has called you to do a specific task, let us take courage in Him knowing that He will be with us, knowing that He will empower us no matter what happens, no matter how vast or no matter how, how big are the tasks na ibinibigay sa atin ng ating Panginoon. Let us not be discouraged for the Lord our God will always be with us wherever we go. He will sustain us, He will strengthen us, and we just need to depend on Him. Yes, maybe some of you are afraid of your situation. Maybe iniisip nyo, hindi ko na talaga kaya eh. Very limited lang yung strength ko eh. Very limited lang yung resources ko eh. But I want you also to understand na yung God na kasama natin, He is more than all the resources that we need. He is more than any resources that a man could give. Kung kulang ka sa resources, limited yung resources mo, kaya ayaw mo sumunod sa Panginoon. Then just depend on God because He is always with you and He is the one who will provide whatever you need to fulfill whatever He wants you to do. So each assignment na binibigay po sa atin ng Panginoon, each assignment that we receive from God is always accompanied with His presence. When God assigned you to do something, it is always accompanied with His presence. If God has called you to do this, He is with you. Hindi ka naman pinagawa ng Panginoon yung bag, pinagawa sa inyo ng Panginoon yung bagay na yan, tapos wala siya. Hindi ganun ang ating Panginoon. Our calling is God's way of drawing us nearer to Him. Sometimes ganun ang Diyos eh. Minsan napakalayo na natin sa Panginoon. But because He wants us to draw ourselves closer to Him, He will call us. Diba? So it is also God's way for us to experience His presence in our lives. So that is the second principle that we can take from Joshua. We can be strong and courageous because of God's presence, by relying on God's presence. And the third principle is we can be strong and courageous by depending on God's word. Sabi dito sa verse 8, Joshua 1, 8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, 
but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So there are three things that we can find here. How can we be dependent to God's word? The first thing that we can see here is to proclaim God's word. We need to proclaim God's word. Sabi dyan, the, the book of the law shall not depart from, from your mouth. Diba? So we need to speak God's word. Dapat laging nasa bibig natin yung salita ng ating Panginoon. Yes, the enemy will, will always want us to quit. The enemy will always want us to give up. Yun yung gusto ng enemy. Para huminto tayo sa pag-deserve sa ating Panginoon. The enemy will always try to convince us that we cannot obey God because we are incapable. We are not able. Diba? He will remind us of our failures, our sins in the past, di ba? Para mag-stop lang tayo sa ating paglilingkod sa ating Panginoon. He will try to convince us that we will never get the victory if we obey God. He wants us to quit. But you know, whenever the devil attacks us with those uh, uh, condemnations, with those accusations, ang kailangan po natin gawin is to speak the word of God to those accusations of the enemy. Let's say, sinasabi sa'yo ng enemy, oh, hindi mo kaya yan. You are not able to do that. Wala kang kakayanan na magawa yan. Yung pinagagawa sa'yo ni God, hindi mo, hindi mo kaya yan. Unable ka. Disabled ka. Sabihin sa'yo ng enemy. But we can speak to the enemy. Sabihin natin, no. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Diba? Yes, I might not be able to do whatever God wants me to do on my own, on my own strength. But through Christ, I will be able to do it. So whenever the enemy is trying to attack us with those words, negative thoughts, we need to speak the word of God to those thoughts. We need to declare or proclaim the word of God to those thoughts. That is the only weapon that we have against the, the schemes of the enemy, the word of God. So that is the per- first principle. How can we be dependent to the word of God? To always speak the word of God, to always proclaim the word of God. And you know, for us to be able to speak the Word of God, we need to be deeply rooted in it. Whenever we proclaim it, it should be proclaimed in the right context. Diba? So, kailangan nating maging malalim din sa salita ng ating Panginoon. And for us to do that, we need to meditate on the Word of God daily, day and night. And that is the second thing that we, we need to do for us to be dependent on the Word of God. Sabi dyan sa verse, But you shall meditate on it day and night. We need to meditate on God's Word. We can only proclaim God's Word if we have it in our hearts. We need to immerse ourselves, immerse our lives to the Word of God. It should be part of our lives. It's only from the Word of God that we can find strength. It's only from the Word of God we can find direction and guidance. Diba? Sabi nga sa Psalm 119 verse 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the word of God, hindi lang siya lamp sa ating feet. Diba yung lamp, yung mga dala-dala natin yun, madalas pag nagbabrown out, diba? Sa Pilipinas, kasi dito wala namang brown out eh. Diba, imagine yung lamp, pag naglalakad ka, it will give light to your next steps. Yung mga susunod na steps mo, nililiwanagan niya nung, nung lamp. But the Word of God did, did not, does not give only light to your next steps. It will also give you a light to, a longer, to your longer journey. Sabi dyan, it is also a light unto your path. Even the path that you are going to walk, kahit malayo pa yan, yung Word of God yung nagbibigay ng ilaw. Diba? So it also becomes a light for a longer journey of our lives. So that's why it's very important for us to meditate on the Word of God, to be dependent on the Word of God, to read it day and night, to meditate on it day and night so that we will become more focused in doing what God wants us to do. And the last thing that we need to do for us to be dependent on the Word of God is to do all that is written in it. Kailangan daw, sabi dyan, sabi ni God kay Joshua, so that you may be, may be able you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. 
Yes, we need to proclaim or to speak the Word of God. We need to meditate on the Word of God. But doing what is written in it, doing all that is written in it, is a different thing. Maybe you are already familiar with the Bible. You have read the Bible, siguro, ten times sa buong buhay mo. Maybe you have memorized many verses in your life. Maybe you are, you are really good in teaching or in preaching the Word of God. But the question is, are you doing all that is written in it? Are you doing all the, the words na sinasabi doon sa mga memory verse mo? Diba? That is the question. Are we doing all that is written in the Word of God? You know, there was one sermon from, from Pastor Aglo na hindi ko nakakalimutan. Yung sinabi niya before na, yung Word of God, what we need to do is to love it and live it. Diba? Loving the Word of God is one thing. We can say that we love the Word of God if we are reading it, if we are listening to the Word of God, if we are always teaching it or preaching it. But living according to it is another thing. Diba? Kumbaga, titignan mo yung buhay mo. Napakagaling mo sa salita ng Panginoon. You are very diligent in teaching the Word of God. But the question is, are you living according to what you are teaching? Are you living according to what you are preaching? Diba? Maybe you have, you have many verses na kabisadong-kabisado mo. Ang tanong, ang tanong, ginagawa mo ba yung sinasabi doon sa mga verses na yan? Diba? So we need to do all that is written in the Word of God. That is what the Bible is telling. Asabi diyan, for when you will make your way, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have a good success. So that is the key pala for us to become prosperous and to have a good success. Sometimes nagtataka tayo eh, sasabihin natin sa Panginoon, Lord, bakit ba lagi na lang failure yung buhay ko? Eh lagi naman ako nagbabasa ng salita mo. Lagi naman ako nakikinig ng sermon mo. Bakit puro failure pa rin? Diba? Maybe ito yung area na kulang sa atin. Doing what is written in the Word of God. Maybe you are reading, yes, the Word of God. But the question is, are you doing what is written in it? Are you living according to it? And if we do that, ang pangako ng Panginoon, when, then you will make your way prosperous and it will give you a good success. If we fully depend on the Word of God by doing all that is written in it. So siguro minsan nagfe-fail tayo in this area, but it's not too late. Sabi nga, we can always do, we can always start to do the right thing. So we can still align our lives to the Word of God. Do you think Joshua, nagawa kaya ni Joshua lahat ng sinabi sa Word of God? Do you think Joshua became successful? You know, if we look in the last chapter of the book of Joshua, we will see that indeed he became successful in his leadership sa Israelites. In every battles na kanyang nilabanan, in every victory, or sometimes there are also defeat sa kanyang mga battles, he remained faithful to the Lord. He continued to obey God's calling upon him. He did not stop. He did not quit. It's all because of God who is always with him. And until the end, he never stopped serving God. He never stopped dedicating his life unto God, and he even challenged the people to serve God. Doon sa last chapter ng, ng Joshua, talagang chinalang siya yung mga Israelites, sabi niya, throw away all your gods, all your, all your idols na binigay sa inyo ng mga ancestor, and serve God alone. Diba? But it's, it depends upon, on you, of you, upon you. Kung gusto niyong pumili, sabi niya dito sa verse 15, ng Joshua chapter 24. Sabi niya, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves on this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. Sina-challenge niya talaga yung mga Israelites. Pero sabi niya dun sa mga tao, But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And we all know the response of the Israelites to him. They agreed with Joshua to serve God alone. And you know, namatay si Joshua 
at the age of 110. Sabi sa, sa verse 29. After these things, Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. And sabi sa verse 31, Israel served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had experienced everything the Lord has done for Israel. So Joshua really became a successful leader of Israel. And during his entire life, sabi yan, throughout his lifetime, Israel served the Lord. Naging successful siya sa paglilid sa Israel. He also influenced all God's people to serve God alone. And it will not happen if he did not obey God's command to him. It will not happen kung hindi siya sumunod sa ating Panginoon. If he did not depend on God, if he did not rely on God's presence, and if he did not depend on God's word. Maybe some of you are facing discouragement or challenges in your lives na talagang nakakapagbigay ng pangihina sa ating loob. But I hope that the word of God today encourage us to just continue to serve Him. Sabi ni Rick Warren, meron daw apat na causes ng discouragement. Una, fatigue. Fatigue when you are physically or emotionally exhausted, then you are a prime candidate to be infected with fatigue. Yung sobrang dami ng trabaho, nakakapagod, it gives you fatigue and it gives you discouragement. Pangalawa, frustration. Diba? When unfinished tasks pile up, it's natural to feel overwhelmed. Pagka ang dami-daming ginagawa tapos hindi mo ma-accomplish yung isang bagay, you are frustrated and it gives you discouragement. Pangatlo, failure. Diba? Sometimes ang dami-dami nating plano sa buhay and then suddenly, kahit na napakaganda ng plano natin, it failed. It gives us discouragement. And last is yung fear. Sometimes we fear. We are afraid to, to be criticized. We are afraid of responsibilities in life, di ba? So these four things gives us discouragement. Do you think Joshua did not experience these four things? I am sure he also has fatigue. Sa dami ng battles na nilabanan niya, di ba? 33, yung dinifit niyang king. Napagod din sigurado si, si Joshua. Physically, he became exhausted. Do you think Joshua, walang, si Joshua walang frustration and failure? I think meron din. Because there are some battles in his life that they were defeated. Di ba? Naalala nyo yung nagkaroon ng kasalanan yung isa niyang army, si Achan. Nagtago nung, ano, nung something na dun sa, sa na-defeat nila sa Jericho. Natalo sila. There are also frustrations and failure in the life of Joshua. And he also feared. Maybe he's also afraid of the enemies. But you know, these four things did not stop Joshua in serving God. He continued to serve the Lord, to fight those battles. He continued to serve the Lord, to, to lead the Israelites going to the promised land by depending on God. And I want to encourage you also, na kahit na gaano pang karaming challenges ang daanan natin sa buhay. Kahit na tingin natin, hindi natin kaya, we are incapable, we are too young for the youth. Sabi, sabi natin, napakabata ko pa para maglingkod. No, don't think about it. What we need to do is to remind ourselves that we can be strong and courageous in the Lord because it is God's command for us. That is the first thing. We can be strong and courageous in the Lord by relying on God's presence na kahit na anong ipagawa sa atin ng Panginoon, yung presensya niya ay palagi nating kasama. And also, lastly, we can be strong and courageous in the Lord by depending on God's Word. We always need to immerse ourselves to the Word of God. We always need to depend on the Word of God. And by doing these three things, we can be strong and courageous in the Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for reminding us today, O Lord, that we can be strong and courageous in you, O God. Lord, help us to just obey your command, to be obedient to your command for us, O Lord. Give us a heart that is willing to obey you, O God. And also, Lord, allow us to just 
completely rely on your presence upon us, Lord, para mawala, Panginoon, yung mga fear namin, yung mga, mga worries namin, Lord God. Allow us to be reminded that your presence is always with us. Na kahit ano pang ipagawa niyo po sa amin, hindi niyo po kami iiwanan, O Lord. And also, Lord, teach us, Lord, to always depend on your word. Teach us to always meditate on your word, to proclaim your word, O God. Tulungan mo po kami, Panginoon. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters who might be facing different challenges in their lives, O God. May you strengthen them, O Lord. Kayo po yung magbigay sa kanila ng courage, Panginoon. Just like how you have strengthened Joshua, O God, in leading the Israelites, O Lord. He find courage in you. He finds strength in you, Panginoon. Allow us also, Lord, to find strength and courage in you alone, O God. Na no matter what challenges we face, no matter what struggle we face, O Lord, kayo po ang magbibigay ng lakas sa amin, ng lakas ng loob sa amin, O God. Help us, Lord, to just focus on obeying your command, O God. Help us to focus on fulfilling the tasks that you entrusted to us, O Lord. Thank you, God, for your word today, O Lord. Be with us always. We give our lives to you. We surrender our lives to you, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Bal, for a wonderful word today. An encouragement to all of us to obey, rely on God's presence, and to depend on God's word. Let's all stand. I believe all of us were encouraged and reminded to be strong and courageous. Amen? Just turn to your neighbor and say, be strong and courageous. Amen. Be strong and courageous because the Lord is with us. Amen. Before we end, we're going to sing this song. Let it be our prayer. It said, the lyric said, More love, more power, more of you in my life. I know we can't sing it here, basically here, but you can sing it from our heart. But if those who are watching in YouTube and Facebook, let it be our prayer. Lord, more of your love, more of your power, more of you in our lives. Hallelujah. Let's worship Him. More love. Hallelujah. More love. More power. More of you in my life. More love, more power. More love. More More power, more love, more power, more of you in my life. Let's raise our hands and declare in this place more love, more power, more of you in my and I will worship. And I will worship you with all of my heart. And I will worship you with all of my mind. And I will worship you with all of my strength. You are my With all of my heart, and I will worship you with all of my mind, and I will worship you with all of my strength. You are my
Lord, you know the situation that each one of us are facing. But we thank you for your word that we have received today. Encouraging us, Lord, no matter what the age we are in. We know, Lord, in your word, in your spirit, we can face the brand new day. Some of us are struggling in the work and demands of our employers. But we thank you that we have your word. That you have commanded us, Lord, to be strong and be courageous. No matter the situation that we are in. We also thank you for your presence, Lord. That's always before us. That knowing, Lord, in the hardship that we are facing, you are always there. That you walk with us. That you talk to us. To your word, Lord. At the same time, thank you for your promises that would encourage us each day. Thank you for the encouragement to your word that feeds our soul. Salamat po, Panginoon, for this day that we will celebrate that in you we have that youthfulness to conquer more mountains for your glory and honor. Salamat po, Panginoon. We give you thanks. We give you honor. Hallelujah. Let's just raise our hand and receive the benediction. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of eternal covenant, equip you with every good that you may do his will, working in us that which is blessing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. We let's give the Lord a clap offering. Lord, we thank you, Lord, this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Be strong and be courageous. Thank you all those who are joining us online. Thank you for joining us at our online worship. Uh, take note, next week we will still have our in-person worship time. So do come if you are available. If you have been fully vaccinated, you are welcome to join us at our in-person gathering next Sunday. So do just disturb. Salamat po sa inyo for joining us today. God bless po.